Welcome to Wellness with KC, the podcast. I'm your host and wellness bestie, Corinne Catania, and my purpose as a certified integrative nutrition coach is to guide women on their health and wellness journey in a balanced and sustainable way. Join me every week for casual, unfiltered chats that are designed to inspire and empower you to live your best life. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Wellness with Casey, the podcast. Coming at you today for the part two of our gut health podcast from last week. Before we jump in, I just want to share a little menstrual cycle update. Um, I am feeling so good. If you've been following along on Instagram, I've kind of just been sharing where I'm at in my cycle because I feel like this is a topic that we don't talk enough about as women. We don't talk about how our hormones rise and fall and how that impacts us individually. I talk a lot about this. I even have this saved um, as a highlight on my Instagram. But you know, we are just so, we operate so different from men. And I feel like the world is set up for men. The nine to five grind set up for men because they they feel the same way every single day. Their hormones reset every day, every 24 hours. So they wake up and they have the same energy levels. Whereas we, on the other hand, us women, we go through a lot more. And so I just don't think that that's talked about. We Or if it is, it's always like, this is our downfall. This is our weakness as women. And I am here to tell you that it is our superpower when we lean into it, when we really know the different phases of our cycle and how we can... I just got an email. It is after work hours, but I'm still like sitting at my desk. Um, so disregard, I'm not even going to cut that out. But anyway, when we really lean into the different phases of our cycle and really how we can use our hormones to our advantage, how they are fluctuating on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis throughout the month, like that is our superpower. If we lean into that, if we tap into that, it can be our superpower. It does not have to be our downfall like we are used to calling it and saying, right? Um, So that's why I've been sharing my cycle because I think we should talk about this stuff. I think that we should be more open about how we're feeling, where we're at, um, and it doesn't have to always be negative. Of course, I'll be transparent and share when I'm not having a great cycle, but it is day four. I am feeling amazing. My energy levels are starting to rise as I'm heading into my follicular phase, and I am feeling so good. I'm sitting here going to record this podcast drinking a hydration drink with magnesium in it um, because magnesium is really good around this time and just a bunch of other minerals to support my body because, you know, during your period phase, your menstrual phase, you are losing minerals. So just important. So anyway, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling that I can take on the world. Um, so that's where I'm at, but <laughs> we'll get into the gut health podcast. I feel like there was something else I wanted to say, but yeah, I don't know. All right. Anyways, welcome to part two of our little gut health pod talk. So we talked a bit about gut health last week, what it is, um, kind of the part one to this. So if you haven't listened to that, go get your butt back in the 
my whatever, my podcast, and listen to that, okay? Because you you need to have that kind of information for part two today. So let's talk about things that we can in, we can do to improve our health. And you guys, these are simple things. And I talk about these things all the time. And it's hysterical that they are common things that affect our hormones. They affect our gut health. They affect all the things. We just need to start implementing them. And they're easy and they're simple and they're so, so good. Um, and that's the craziest part about being healthy. It's we all know what to do. Like, We all know if we walk a little more, if we eat better foods, if we are less stressed, like that's going to lead us to be healthier. But the world around us convinces us otherwise because it's giving us this marketing on, no, you need McDonald's because it's cheap and we're heading into a recession. Or no, let's cut costs on organic food because it doesn't do anything when that is straight BS, but topic for a different day. Um, The world around us is preaching and marketing products from big corporate, big, not even big corporate, like big food, big pharma, like all of these companies Um, and we're just here and they're just confusing us. So we all know what to do. Like we just have to intuitively get back to that, um, instead of listening to the world around us that just cares about your dollar, not about your health. So that's my rant of the day. Um, because actually I'm not even done (laughs) because so many times we think that we need an outside product or an outside pill or an outside, whatever it may be to heal our body. When in reality, you guys, our body heals itself. I did a podcast episode with Dr. Ray. It's very early on if you scroll. Um, and he talks all about that, but our body heals itself. We like what we have to do. We just have to give it the right environment and then the right things will start happening. And of course, there are times where you need outside things. You're going to need outside pills, whatever. That is where Western medicine is supposed to come in and shine when we've given our body the right environment and it needs a little extra help. Not at every turn, right? That's never what it was intended to be. But guess what? There's money behind a pill or an outside whatever. So we have everything we need, right? Those outside things can be there to help and support us. Like for example, I'm drinking this hydration drink. Do I need this on a day-to-day basis? No. The company that sells it, I really like. Um, and they, you know, say to take daily, but you you don't need daily. If you take it daily, it's you could, it wouldn't do anything bad for you, but at the same time, you don't need it daily, right? So I'm all about like taking things when you need it to support your body in times that it needs support. During my menstrual phase, I need support. I need the extra minerals. I need the extra hydration. I need to make sure that I'm good, right? I'm giving my body everything it needs to restore itself and to repair itself during this time. Um, so, you know, I think we really have to be intuitive and remember that our body heals itself. We just have to give it the right environment. Um, and we have to remember again, 
just that it's very simple. Our body can heal itself. When we get a cut, our body heals itself, unless it's like really deep and then you need to go to the hospital. But again, that's when additional support is needed, not if you have a paper cut. Um, but the outside world, it's just so crazy. And our body wants to be our our body wants to be in a space where it feels calm and restored and healed. It wants to, it's built to to heal. Um, and it wants to be in a place of balance. But the outside world is just so chaotic and honestly toxic that it makes it really hard for the body to be in this state. If you think about like our ancestors, they were not as stressed out as we are. So they didn't need all of this extra support. So yeah, it is good that like these drinks and this, this and all these things are coming out, but um, don't get like sucked into it to a point where you think that you need everything to be healthy. There are certain things that are really good additions to your routine, but you don't need everything. I'm going on a tangent. This isn't even about gut health, but it's just I wanted to bring that point home. Um, and I, I think I did. So anyway, let's just get back to the basics um, on things that we can do to support our gut health and to improve our gut health. So first and foremost, and probably the most obvious, is nutrition. And you guys, this one is hard to navigate in today's world because you walk into a grocery store and down any of the food aisles and the majority of the items, I wouldn't even consider food. Like, I'm going to be honest. And let's, let me just get the definition of food real quick so I can explain what I mean by that. So food, it's a noun, any nutritious substance that people or animals eat or drink or that plants absorb in order to maintain life and grow. Okay, so it's something that's nutritious. It's something that maintains life and growth. So basically, it's fuel for our bodies, right? It's fuel to keep us going every single day. But so many of the foods that are being marketed to us that are in the food, the grocery store aisles that are being promoted as healthy even are void of nutrients, which is why I say like I wouldn't even consider a lot of the food in the grocery store as food. Because if they don't have nutrients that our body absorbs in order to maintain life and growth, it's not food. So an example of this would be energy drinks. So they're marketed to the fitness industry, and you would think something being marketed to the fitness industry would be healthy because you're marketing it to a group of people who clearly care about their health. Um, But they're not. So many are just so bad for you and are just empty calories. I see so many women, you know, just on TikTok or in person at the gym or wherever it is drinking Celsius these days. And every time I just want to go up to them and be like, do you know what you're drinking? Like, I, I understand the benefits from a performance space, but like down the road, you're not going to appreciate the disadvantages of that drink. Um, But people don't know. It's not their fault. It is because it's marketed to you. If you take this, it's going to do X and whatever they say is X is positive, right? It's going to help you be stronger. It's going to help you get more energy. It's going to help you this, that, and the other thing. And then you have candy and chips and a lot of this really heavily processed foods, Beyond Burgers, things like that, that really don't have, they're just, they're just things that you eat because you're bored 
or you're hungry. And you're usually hungry because you don't have enough nutrients in your body. So this is like a cycle that just like repeats itself. And also the foods like the chips and the things like that, they're meant to be addictive. They're meant so that you keep buying it because the more you buy it, the more profit the company makes. And this is going to be a long podcast episode, I think, because I'm really on one today. (laughs) I told you I was feeling good heading into my follicular phase. I was not kidding. Um, But actually, my computer is going to die soon, so I do have to get to the point. Um, So anyway, what I'm trying to say is that it's super hard to navigate and eat healthy in today's world, but it is so important, and especially for gut health. I mean, eating well today simply just means eating... um, avoiding at least highly processed foods as much as possible, and then eating more fruits, vegetables, and proteins, fats. Yes, I said fats. Um, You're going to want to eat all that good stuff. And then, you know, just something to know, diets that have a lot of highly processed foods can actually increase the level of destructive bacteria that could harm the gut. So that's why we want to avoid processed foods because it's not beneficial to our gut. Um, So getting back to a whole food diet is really the goal when it comes to nutrition. You want to get everything you possibly can, all of the nutrients you possibly can from your diet, and then supplement when needed, okay? And then there are also foods that are natural probiotics um, and also natural prebiotics. So I think we talked about this in last week's podcast episode, but I forgot if it was there or not, um, or if I put it on Instagram, so I'll quickly say it again. Prebiotics feed the good bacteria that already exists within your gut. It's, it's food for it, right? And then probiotics are that good bacteria that are placed in your gut when you eat them. Um, so, you know, and here's the thing. Um, probiotics are good bacteria that can improve digestive health, reduce depression, promote heart health, and do so many other incredible things. So it is really, really important. And some examples of natural probiotics that you can get through food are fermented foods like yogurt, sauerkraut, kimchi, miso, kombucha, things like that. And then some examples of natural prebiotics are foods like garlic, onion, leeks, asparagus, bananas, apples, cacao, seaweed. Yes, I said cacao. (laughs) Um, So food is medicine, you guys. It is fuel and it is medicine and it's time we start treating it as such again. Everyone is different and is going to need different things from their food and their diet, but you cannot go wrong by reducing highly processed foods and eating more whole foods. Like You simply cannot go wrong. And the second thing to focus on to improve gut health is to hydrate. Make sure you are hydrated. Drinking enough water is another simple way to improve gut health. Water helps break down food so that your body can take in and absorb the nutrients. So you want to make sure you're drinking enough water. Maybe get some electrolytes in like I'm doing right now and not from Gatorade. Let me just say not from Gatorade because I know someone's going to run with that one. Um, And the third thing, and gosh, one of the most important things is reducing stress. Stress is going to decrease inflammation in the gut. So it is so, so important. If you are someone who just feels chronically stressed, take a look at your life. What can you reduce and what can you add? So for example, 
during the election, I'm going to be completely honest, the presidential election, I was obsessed with politics and I watched the news every single day and every single night. And while it is important to stay informed, I also know that no matter what news channel I was watching, it was biased. It was one extreme, either right, left, whatever, it doesn't matter. But it's an extreme. And it's a news channel for a reason because they want you to keep watching. They want you to be scared. So you keep watching like it's the whole thing. Um, so I actually cut out watching the news because all it did was cause me to be stressed out. I, you know, every time you turn it on, it's something negative. And I was like, I, I just, I can't, I can't do that anymore. So I replaced watching the news with other activities. So I walked more. I meditated more. I uh, did more yoga. Um, things that helped me recenter and reduce stress instead of getting stressed out. So I found what was causing me stress and I replaced it with something more beneficial to me. So what are those things for you? Um, And that is something that you can reflect on and figure out. And the fourth thing is exercising regularly. So regular exercise can improve gut health by increasing the beneficial microbial species and also helps reduce stress. So you're getting, you're killing two birds in one stone here. Um, And science actually suggests that people who are more physically active tend to have healthier guts, which supports good immune health, digestion, and even mood. We know this. Um, So exercise is definitely a really, really big one. Make sure you're getting the movement in. Maybe it's not getting like a really intense workout every day, but maybe it's at least walking for 30 minutes a day. That will change your life. Point blank, period. And then lastly that we're going to talk about today is sleep. You cannot expect results or good health without proper sleep. I don't care if you are eating every single right thing in the book. If you are not getting seven to eight hours of sleep per night, it is holding you back. That is why you're not seeing progress because our body needs sleep, just needs it. Um, so make sure you're getting the sleep and make sure it's good quality sleep. Are you waking up throughout the night? Are you, how long are you up? Like, Take note of these things because these are all signs from your body that it wants attention from something. So you can easily figure out what that is and then kind of go from there. Okay, so those are five things that you can do today, tomorrow, this week to help improve your gut health. And they're going to improve so many other areas of your life. It's going to transform your life way beyond gut health, you guys. So if these are not things that you're already doing, start doing them. Um, and yeah, that is about all for today. So I will talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Hi friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so proud of you for showing up today for your future self. If you have any topic recommendations or are looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at wellnesswithkc. If this episode helped you in any way, don't forget to drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on or share this episode on your social media. My goal is to help as many women as possible, and I really appreciate you for being a part of this journey and this mission with me. So thank you again for being here, and I will see you next week.